malicious, lowly, perfidious, and backward, and as a toady of the American militarists who was seeking to undermine communism with his overseas accomplices and new boss in the White House. That was Moscow's take on this future saint and his emerging partner in the Oval Office. But these leaders were not accomplices and neither was the other's boss. Their relationship would be a partnership of equals. Make no mistake, Pope John Paul II and President Ronald Reagan scared the Kremlin. And with good reason, the Pope implored his people to choose God's side over what the Protestant Reagan and the Roman Catholic Church both called godless communism. The Soviets dubbed Reagan the Crusader. Soviet officials knew that this Polish pontiff was a grave affront to their existence. They wanted him dead, and now on May 13, 1981, two and a half years into his papacy, they were ready to take their shot. Conspirators Carrying out this evil plan was a cabal of plotters primarily from Muslim Turkey and communist Bulgaria. Not since the First World War had Turks and Bulgarians found a way to overcome bitter differences and partner for the cause of murder and mayhem. In World War I, the partnership meant unprecedented death, precipitating the appearance of a lady in Fatima. Back then, too, the Turks and Bulgarians had the support of the Bolsheviks. All of them violently confronted Tsarist Christian Russia. Now there was common ground again. The Bolsheviks, the Bulgarians, and the Turks all violently confronted the Slavic Christian man in Rome. Mahmet Ali Aja of Turkey had been commissioned to deliver a fatal blow. Later, he would name seven accomplices, all working under a plan conceived by the Bulgarian Secret Service, one of the communist world's most restrictive intelligence services and the one most subject to Moscow's control. At 9 a.m. on May 13th, Aja gathered with his collaborators. The driver was a Bulgarian named Zilio Vasilev, he gave instructions to Aja and his Turkish friend Oral Celik, telling them that Sergei Antonov, another Bulgarian conspirator, would help them escape after they finished their bloody assignment. Antonov, according to the plan, would whisk away the assassins to a large delivery truck concealed as a Bulgarian household goods company, a front for the Communist State's secret service. At 10 a.m., the Bulgarians drove off, leaving the Turks. The Turks would wait a while, at 3 p.m., Antonov reconnected with Aja and Celik in the Piazza della Repubblica. He was driving a blue sports car. With him was another Bulgarian, Todor Ivazov. They handed the Turks two packages, one with a 9mm handgun and the other with a panic bomb to scatter the crowd after the shooting and facilitate their escape. The four men made their way toward the Vatican, arriving at 4 o'clock. Aja and Celik took their positions among a crowd of faithful seeking repentance and reconciliation. Reports on the precise plan of action vary, but it seems Aja was supposed to fire all or most of the shots, with Celik perhaps firing if necessary, but at the least setting off the panic bomb. The Polish pontiff came out in his small white Fiat Popemobile, waving to the excited gathering, grabbing hands and giving kisses, lifting children in his arms, smiling joyously. 
As John Paul II's vehicle moved slowly along, the 23-year-old Aja anxiously clutched his concealed 9mm semi-automatic. It was well after 5 p.m. before the Pope finally came within a few yards of Aja. The Pope's vehicle passed the ancient obelisk in the center of St. Peter's Square. Two millennia earlier, Peter himself would have passed the same obelisk on his way to his execution at the hands of the enemies of Christ's church. As John Paul II edged closer, the Turkish national lifted his pistol. Loud cracks of gunfire filled the air. Four shots were fired, two of which hit the Pope, one in the left hand and another in the abdomen. It was roughly quarter past the hour, a time that some have pinpointed as 5.13 p.m., when the numbers on the clock stood in perfect harmony with the numbers on the calendar on this feast day of Our Lady of Fatima.